This episode is brought to you by Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their fall and holiday collection with candle scents such as Caramel Latte, Fireside, Sweet Potato and Brown Sugar, and our personal favorite, Orange Spice. This scent is wrapped in a citrusy orange essence that takes you all the way back to Grandma's house. This one is sure to be your favorite, just like it is ours. So be sure to visit sccandleco.com and use our promo code CRUX, that's C-R-U-X, for 15% off all regularly priced items. That's sccandleco.com, where they lovingly craft each scent to elicit a fond memory, whisking you away to a place of pure joy. Now, let's get back into the episode. Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Can Twin at the Blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF Podcast. This is Accountability is My Friend. And self-awareness be kicking a lot of y'all asses. <laughs> that is the actual title for this episode because we're going to be discussing all things self-awareness in this episode. So make sure that you just hold on tight. Don't run from me. Don't run from this conversation because we're going to talk about how it can be the best tool in any builder's toolbox so that we could just be our best selves. We can have our best life through self-awareness. So let's get into it. Self-awareness is the conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, desires. It's knowing yourself. That's basically what it is. Self-awareness is the hallmark of emotional maturity to me, emotional maturity and intelligence. And it's understanding ourselves well enough to know how we operate and why we operate the way that we do, right? It's not enough to say, I'm aware of my actions without actually understanding where those actions stem from like what emotion does it connect to what experience does it connect to why are we the way that we are and how can we be better what are we doing within ourselves that allows us to behave and show up in the world in in a particular way what is that inner voice we talked about criticism last week what is that inner voice doing for us are we aware of it are we just going about our day out in life thinking that life is happening to us and that we have no control because the hallmark of self-awareness is is what it what it says aware you're aware of yourself you're aware of the world around you to me there's no greater gift you can really give to yourself than to know who you are and to be aware and to give to others honestly because we've all had those we've all had those encounters with people in our life who are not self-aware. And let me tell you, that is not a fun experience, okay? Those people don't know how to hold themselves accountable because they don't even understand any of their actions, the impact of their actions, because they don't understand themselves. We've probably been in relationships with people who we consider um, unaware of self. And those experiences are sometimes traumatizing. So if we're constantly coming into contact with these people, Or if you are someone you know (laughs) is not self-aware, that begs the question, am am I really self-aware? You know, what does that mean? We talk about it a lot. We throw this word out there a lot. But what does it really mean to be self-aware? 
even when we talk about accountability being our friend, you can never really hold yourself accountable until you first meet yourself through self-awareness, you know? How can you hold yourself accountable for anything unless you truly are able to see the truth about who you are, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between? Now there are some who are self-aware. They know what they do, right? They know all the good and they know the bad and they don't try to do anything to curve the bad. You know, they're problematic and they're okay with that. Those are called toxic people. (laughs) Well, shit, I don't know. People who are unaware of self, kind of toxic too. But, you know, we going to keep this light, this episode. I feel like I've been weighing y'all down with some stuff, but I don't know. It's, It's all things that are here to help you. Uh, have the conversation with yourself, have the conversation with others, but ultimately feel your best, be your best and go out there and have the best life you can possibly have through these conversations. The first thing I wanted to uh, kind of break down is the fact that there's two different categories of self-awareness, right? We have internal self-awareness and then we have external self-awareness. So with the internal self-awareness, that's our emotions, our thoughts, right? Those inner critics or those things that we say ourselves, those affirmations. Um, It's those inner memories, those experiences. When we turn on that part of our brain that says, hey, you need to look at this. You need to pay attention to it. That's our self-awareness, right? Working hand in hand with that part of ourselves that allows us to think about our thoughts you know that's a funny phrase but it's really true it's like I'll have a thought and I'll be like okay where did that come from (laughs) you know where where did that come from okay I'll have an emotion and I'll have to ask myself that same question where did that stem from okay why are you feeling like this right now that is active self-awareness that to me is one of the the things that you do Whenever you are becoming more mature and more more honest about who you actually are, meeting yourself on that level, getting to a point where you're not afraid to ask yourself the hard questions, you're not afraid to have the hard conversation with yourself. Self-awareness is is so amazing. (laughs) I can't stress that enough. But when you do become, you know, self-aware, Um, you start to see a lot of other things that you do in your actions and in the way that you influence others and that you are influenced and that is external self-awareness. So later, a little bit further down, we'll get into that. My first question I want to ask to the builders, and of course I can't hear your answer, so you have to hit me up at allthingslbf at gmail.com to let me know your thoughts. But my first question is, when did you become self-aware? When is your first conscious experience of coming into a realization about who you are in this world? Because I remember mine. I remember mine vividly. I think I've shared this story before here on the platform where it was just like I was at a low place in my life and I was, you know, feeling like life was happening to me. I felt like, um, I didn't have any control. I was, you know, in a cycle of blaming others for where I wanted to be and had not gotten to. And the self-awareness had to find me at my lowest place 
because I ran out of I ran out of excuses. I ran out of answers. I ran out of blame to place on other people. After a while, I had no other choice than to look at myself. You are here because of you. And then I started to explore myself through that. Okay, what decisions did I make that got me here? What did I lack that didn't align with what I said I wanted? Did I really want those things? Why did I want those things? And after a while asking myself those questions, I started to really meet who I was through just self-exploration. Self-awareness being this thing that is so very intimate and so very personal where you, you just, you get to a point where you realize that there are some things outside of your control, but you have control over you, your actions, your beliefs, and all these different kinds of things. If you can trace back where these influences, these external factors in your life stem from to kind of plant those seeds of belief or plant those seeds of, um, of a sense of self. Because sometimes whenever you're not self-aware, you're living out somebody else's idea of who you're supposed to be. You're living out somebody else's idea of who you are because you don't know yet. You know, we talk about death to the good girl. We talk about all this different kind of stuff. My lack of self-awareness allowed me to stamp other labels on myself because I didn't know. Oh, y'all say I'm supposed to be this? I guess I will be. I guess I'll play the part. I guess I'll, you know, tap into whatever uh, kind of idea or belief system y'all think I should adopt because you have it, because you're not self-aware, you know? So that cycle goes on and on and on. Um, A lot of us have parents or older people in our life who, you know, were mentors or caretakers who are not necessarily self-aware. And so when we come into that realization for ourselves, it can be kind of like a shock to our emotional mental system. It's like, oh shit, (laughs) I didn't know so much underneath the surface here. I didn't realize there was so much to learn about me. I didn't realize I had all this other stuff to unpack. And that's exactly what it is. It's unpacking who you are, but that doesn't necessarily have to be a a tedious task. It can be a very, I don't know, interesting thing. I'm very curious about who I am from day to day, week to week, month to month. Self-awareness is one of those things that once you kind of cultivate it and you become, you make it a habit to explore yourself, it becomes fun. I like knowing me. I like getting to know me through uh, my experiences in the world and through just exploring my past and why I have been shaped in the way that I've been shaped and and seeing if that, you know, seeing if that aligns with what I actually want, which a lot of times it doesn't. So I have to stop doing some things that I have been doing because it actually doesn't align with who I want to be. Self-awareness is the best tool that we can have in our arsenal. Um, Before you become self-aware, a lot of times I try to remember, like I tell my friends all the time, I'm like, they'll remember something from like our college experience or whatever before I was self-aware. And it's like a fog. I'm like, y'all don't remember that? I have very little recognition when it comes to significant, I mean, significant uh pieces of of time in my life and that's because I wasn't self-aware I was just existing out here 
And when you lack self-awareness, that's what you do. You show up. That's it. You show up as whatever you have been shaped to be. You have been influenced to be. You just show up as whatever. And you can't really feel the full force of any of your experiences because you don't even know if the experience you are having is actually enjoyable because you don't know yourself. You don't know if it's a bad experience because, again, you don't know your triggers. You don't know anything about what you like, what you don't like. Um, and not saying anything because people know what foods they don't like, whatever. But on a, a more mental, emotional level, when you lack self-awareness, it bleeds over into how you kind of cultivate the life around you, what environments you allow yourself in. And self-awareness in a lot of situations is the downfall of a lot of connections and relationships. Lacking self-awareness can be very frustrating for the party who is self-aware. <laughs> um, you come into contact with someone who never sees their flaws, who is uncomfortable when those flaws are pointed out because they don't want to be labeled um, anything negative, even though, you know, looking at your flaws and your self-awareness doesn't make you less worthy. It's just an honest reflection, you know? And self-awareness is one of those things where you can look at the honest truth about who you are and decide what you want to change and how you want to change it if you don't like it. But people who lack self-awareness, who run from it even, they are usually the ones who don't hold themselves accountable. They are usually the ones who, you know, make excuses for why they don't have certain things. Everything else is, is the world's fault. Um, they're sometimes the ones that still blame things on their childhood experiences. Um, they still, you know, do a lot of external, external, they blame a lot of their life on what happened outside of them <laughs> instead of taking ownership and control over their life experience. So as we said before, um, internal self-awareness, basically self-reflection, mental, emotional processing, wondering why I feel this way. The why behind things is some of the most important questions you can ask yourself. And I think that when we speak of self-awareness, we we understand it as the internal type, you know, thinking about our thoughts, processing our emotions mentally, you know, um, seeing where we are when it comes to how we feel about certain situations or what we think about certain things. Um, that is how we understand it. And what I do want to touch on a little bit more is the external self-awareness and understanding of behaviors, influences, emotional expression, right? So external self-awareness, the ability to understand the external factors that influence you from the outside of yourself is much like an objective view of who you are. Being able to look at yourself and see how you are impactful in different situations and different environment is such a superpower. It really is. Not saying that you're going to be a mind reader, not saying that you're going to know everything, but when I'm able to go out into a situation and understand that, oh, this person acts this certain way around me, right, because of X, Y, and Z, um, I'm able to show more compassion. I'm able to show more empathy. I'm able to enter that space from a specific standpoint um, with that understanding of how I actually influence others. 
And the benefits of, of, of external self-awareness is, like we said before, increase emotional intelligence. When I know how I affect other people, I'm able to respond to that. That doesn't necessarily mean that I have to care all the time about how other people experience me, but it does make me a little bit more responsible when it comes to entering these spaces. And it helps me with self-control, right? How I express myself, all these internal things, being aware doesn't necessarily mean that I'm gonna be better actually expressing my external self-awareness knowing the ways in which I express based on that eternal awareness of my emotions, my thoughts, and all those different kind of things helps me with my self-control, helps me to know that I might be upset. You know, I, when I usually, when I get upset, I usually react in this way. And when I react in this way, it doesn't make me feel better about the situation. It actually makes me feel worse. So now next time I have this emotion, Here's how I want to handle it moving forward. You see how that works. You see how that self-awareness can link back to all these different kinds of chain reactions within ourselves that usually have an impact outside of us as well. And we recognize the benefits and uh, the similarities and the differences within other people. When we better understand ourselves, we better understand the world around us and we better understand other people because as different as many of us are, right, all of us are on some level, we also share a lot in common. A lot of the, re- the things that we feel, a lot of the things that we feel like uh, we experience in the internal realm of who we are. And, you know, a lot of the things that we experience outside of ourselves, it connects us. And when you are able to see that somebody is not just extremely different from you, It helps you have compassion. And when you are able to see their difference because you understand that your experience has been different from the person next to you in some way, you're still able, well, hopefully you're able to give compassion for it. Overall, the benefit of self-awareness is the ability to identify emotions and understanding of yourself, right? And I would also add of others. The more you understand yourself, the more you understand others. And it helps to cultivate a life uh, that's based on reality. And this is why I say it's the best tool. How can you actually get the things that you want if you don't know what you want? If you don't know what you like, if you don't know what you enjoy? You know, um, one of the things I hear a lot of uh, women say is, well, I'm still trying to figure out what I like. I don't I don't go out. I don't do certain things because I don't know what I like. And while I can, you know, I empathize there, but I'm just like, okay, we'll go explore it go explore some different, have some different experiences. How can you actually have an enjoyable life if you don't know what you enjoy? You know, that's the question. Or how can you expect someone else to come in and show you a good time when you don't even know how that looks for you? How you, nobody else is going to come in and, and get to know you better than you know yourself. I don't care how in love or how great the person is. Nobody's going to be able to know you better than you know yourself. And if they do, then that's probably going to be more of a burden on them. You know, it is possible because I do I have felt like I've known some people better, a little bit better than they know themselves. So I'll take I take that back a little bit. But that's a burden on the, the, the person coming into that situation. Nobody should know you better than you know yourself. 
So start exploring who you are through those interests, through asking yourself the tough questions, through having these hard conversations, right? And one of the things I realized is self-awareness eludes so many people because it means seeing the truth. And that truth isn't always pretty. Nobody wants to be labeled the bad guy. Nobody wants to be the aggressor. Nobody wants to be the narcissist. Nobody wants to be the problem, right? And so when we decide that we are going to stay blind to certain aspects of ourselves, we're not going to lean into actual self-awareness. To me, it looks a lot like a a defense mechanism, like you're um, protecting yourself from the truth because you are you're not okay with any kind of negative aspects of you when the reality is none of us are great, just a hundred percent. I think I'm pretty awesome, but I still got stuff I have to work on and self-awareness helps me do that. It helps me see the good and the bad and uplift myself so that I can keep improving those flaws that, you know, I don't necessarily like about myself. People who run away from self-awareness A lot of times I feel like they do that for as a defense mechanism. They're not ready to have that true, honest, you know, self-reflection because it's so deeply uncomfortable, you know, and then they can be held responsible once they are self-aware for their actions. All of us who are self-aware know that when we do something and we know we wrong, it eats at our conscience. (laughs) It does. Because once you become self-aware, it's no going back. It's no pretending like you hadn't seen certain aspects of yourself. It's not, it's not one of those things where you can just close up, close it back up and act like you ain't never opened up that damn Pandora's box. Once you know yourself, you, you know yourself. Now, throughout the years, as we evolve, as we change, you have to keep checking in with yourself. I check in with myself pretty much every day because I have an emotion or a thought about something every single damn day. And I have to, you know, go down and be like, hey, why do you feel like this? Why do you, okay, what do you want? And how do we get there? And self-awareness is exhausting. You know, that's one thing we don't talk about or not enough. Uh, it, it can be exhausting because it is self-work. You know, it's work to know yourself and to maintain the knowledge you have of who you are. Because as we grow, hopefully you're growing. <laughs> As we evolve as people, our interests and the way we behave and the way we feel about things will continue to grow and evolve with the external and the internal factors at play. Self-awareness is a commitment like everything else, accountability, discernment. Y'all, we do the work over here. This is why I call y'all builders because we have to have tools in our arsenal to actually build up these lives that we say that we so deeply desire. We talk a, a lot about what we deserve, what we want, but the way it looks is doing this type of shit to get there. So that once we get there, we're actually prepared for it, deserving of it, and we can actually enjoy it. I know this isn't a long episode. I didn't intend it to be. I just wanted to touch base. This is part one. I will be having a part two on self-awareness. The Accountability is My Friend series with another dope person. So stay tuned for that. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. This wasn't a long episode at all, but it's something to get your juices flowing, 
the start of the week, go ahead and start thinking about the ways in which you are self-aware, the blind spots that you might have in that self-awareness because those exist. One thing I do want to mention is one helpful way to become more self-aware is to look at the experiences people have with you, right? If you want to know who you really truly are, you can't just see and sit with yourself and think that you're the greatest person ever, you know? But it's not saying that people won't just have negative experiences or good experience based off of whatever their own, you know, um, things are that they're bringing to the, to the table or to the connection. But when you look at how other people experience you and have conversations about that, you will actually know and be able to uncover maybe blind spots that you didn't know you had. Being held accountable is one of those things. That's why you don't immediately just be dismissive of what somebody else is telling you about yourself. You actually explore it to see if there's truth there. That truth might be uncomfortable. It might make you want to be defensive at first. But one of the things about self-awareness is you not in the world by yourself. (laughs) You know, you're not in the world by yourself. So you might perceive yourself in a certain way, but when you go out here and you interact with other people, they might have a very different experience and you, you should be listening to those experiences to see if they align with what you think to be true about who you are. Not saying that you change yourself for other people, but the truth of the matter is there are a lot of us that have blind spots in our self-awareness when it comes to the negative impacts we have on others or the ne- negative aspects about our character. And when we're met with that, with other people trying to hold us accountable or talk to us about it, we dismiss it. We shoo it away. We say, oh, I believe myself above all else. And we just, we chalk it up as them not really understanding us, right? Where there's a balance in everything. You know, you don't just take somebody's word for everything. But if you start hearing multiple things multiple times or having multiple you know, experiences and connections and interactions with people and everybody's saying the same thing. <laughs> you know, the, the, the situations or the experiences have similar undertones and the common denominator is you. It's time to do that reflection. It's time to actually explore self, become more aware of how other people are actually experiencing you and how that is probably linked to a blind spot that you didn't know that you had, a flaw that you didn't know that you had. And even the good things. I experience people um, or I interact with a lot of people and sometimes they'll tell me something awesome about myself that I really didn't even, you know, I didn't even think. They'll say, hey, I really love this about you. And I'm like, wow, like you're right. You know what I'm saying? I do that little that little mental flow down into like (laughs) self-reflection about who I am and who I show up as. And I'm like, oh, I I do do that. You're right. Or I do have this certain energy about me. I do, you know, that that connects back. What you're saying about my action or my energy connects back to a specific area of myself that I know to be true. So just make sure that in our self-awareness, we're including how we actually are showing up with other people because you can't just, exploring yourself is only going to get you so far. 
one thing I say all the time, <laughs> one thing I, I say all the time is I love going out on like dates and stuff. You know, it's, it's this for some reason around this time of year, this is when I'm usually, you know, on out on the block. <laughs> I was usually going on dates and stuff like that. And that's happening true to my life system. It's happening again this year. You know, I've been exploring myself through having experiences with other people. When I go out on a date, it's not just to me about that other person. I'm sorry to tell y'all, but it's about seeing how I truly interact. If I'm interacting true to how I think I usually do with people, or is there something else? Am I a little bit more giddy? Oh, okay, do I like this person a little bit more than I'm ready to admit to myself? And why is that? Am I a little bit more reserved? you know, in this interaction. Okay, well, where is that linking back to? Okay, are you still not unhealed from some past situation? Okay, let's explore that. And you see how that interacting with other people kind of can aid in your self-awareness. So go out on that date, have that experience, you know, with other people, go out with your friends. I'm, I can't tell you how many times I done went out and I realized, okay, yeah, this ain't for me like it used to be. That's that's an experience I wouldn't been able to know if it was just with me going out and, you know, to a club, something I'm like, yeah, y'all, um, I used to be into this, but I don't think this is my cup of tea no more. So next time it's OK if y'all skip the invitation, you know what I'm saying? Understanding who I am and who I'm evolving to be and who I evolved to be through connecting and interacting with other people helps me in my self-awareness journey and my self-awareness journey helps me to hold myself accountable for the good and the bad that happens in my life so I hope that y'all can take something from this episode I love self-awareness y'all and I hope that y'all make this a staple in your toolbox as the builders that you are I'm the host, Kay Antoinette, and you can follow me on Instagram at Antoinette underscore the blogger. Follow the Let's Build Futures page at let's underscore build underscore futures. Visit the website, letsbuildfutures.com. Soon and very soon, I will have my creative pickings, which is my couple's date experience up on that website. So make sure that you are paying attention to all LBF news because all of this falls up under LBF. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on all these streaming platforms and also go over to YouTube, type in LBF podcast there and subscribe so that you can see the visuals once they do come out. I love talking to y'all about these things. I will have a guest who will help me flesh out this conversation pretty soon here. But until next time, ask yourself these questions. When did I become self-aware? What does my self-awareness mean today that it didn't yesterday? And how can I be better at actually becoming evolved in my self-awareness? So bye, you guys. Experience. Experience. Experience.